and welcome to the Acting Notes Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things acting, from tips and tricks to business information. I'm your host, Justin Powell, and today we're going to be talking to director, producer, and actress Rachel Paulson. She has a lot of insight to share on the acting process, on auditioning for commercials versus film and TV, and on what you need to know about bringing yourself to the role. Let's get into it. Okay, well, first off, hi. Thanks for being hi. here, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. Uh, how are you today? I'm doing okay. You know, I'm doing all right. I actually, I, th- I was exposed to COVID, unfortunately. Oh, no. So, no, it's okay. I mean, at this point, it's just COVID, right? At this point. Yeah, we're, are you feeling okay? I'm feeling okay. I have had a um, a headache for the last couple of days, so we'll see how that goes. But the last time I had COVID, it um it was basically just oh, let me turn this down. Sorry. Um, the last time I had COVID, it was only uh it was just a headache and like a really bad sore throat, and I mm-hmm. was just like tired. So I'm hoping that's all it is if I do get it. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much for being on. Uh, do you want to tell my audience a bit about who you are? Sure, of course. I would love to. Um, So I am, obviously, my name is Rachel Paulson. I am an actor, director, writer, acting coach um, out of Los Angeles. Uh, right now, I'm actually, the background is uh, in Houston. So don't be fooled. This is not my, the color of my, <laughs> my bedroom. Um, uh, it's my fiance's parents' house. But um, I essentially, you know, started in the industry when I was a kid. I've got family um, in the industry all over the place. And uh you know, I just really want to kind of help, you know, help actors to really, you know, learn more about the industry that I didn't know when I was first either starting out or in each kind of phase of my career. And that's kind of what, you know, why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place, why I started, you know, coaching is just because I wanted to help actors with things that I didn't know when I was first coming up. And I've been in the industry for like 20, 20 plus years now. I've done every aspect of it. I've kind of done casting, I've done directing, I've done acting, I've done um, producing, writing, you know, um, so I just, I have a wealth of information that I want to, that I want to give. So, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and being open to sharing (laughs) that information with my listeners. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, So I guess let's dive into just some of your teaching, because I know you've been doing a lot of teaching. You mentioned to me that you do both uh, commercial and scene study. Um, How do you go about or rather, how should actors go about switching between the two? Because commercial, I, I always feel, can be like such a daunting thing to do because it feels so unnatural to like buy a Coke, yeah. you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, you know, it's a great question. I think um, they are such different worlds. I think that so many actors are like, oh, I'm an actor, so I do commercials, I do plays, I do film and TV. And I think each, it's so weird because when I teach, I kind of live under this umbrella of like every version of acting is like so much different, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, being on stage is so much different than being in front of, you know, uh, a camera and then being, you know, on a commercial is so much different than a TV show, which is so much different than a movie. So I think, you know, what I do is kind of help differentiate through different kinds of, you know, techniques that I work in. I think obviously when we're doing film and TV, it's much more, you know, subtle and small and real and honest and truthful. And I think commercials are just there to sell a product. So I think they can be like, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, kind of outgoing and bubbly and like not necessarily fake, but a little bit more like 
hi, how are you? I'm Rachel, instead of like it being, you know, hi, how are you? I'm Rachel. So I kind of try to differentiate between, you know, I use this thing called POV, which is um, almost like making a choice, but for commercials. And it's, um, and I kind of break down commercials into this really simple kind of, um, I guess, structure that has really helped actors, which is kind of, you know, what's the problem of the commercial? What's the solution? And and what's the like funny part, right? And between those three things, it kind of helps to make it more like a, like a moment scene instead of it being this kind of, you know, cheesy sort of situation. So I think that's a little bit uh, of what I do, but I do really break, break them up into, into like three different things, film, TV, commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this might seem like an obvious question, but uh, what do you find are the main differences that you're focused on with the actor when they're approaching these different uh, avenues? Yeah, that's not an obvious question. It's a hard question. I think it's, um, you know, I think that the differences are, you know, something of what I was touching on a, a little bit ago is, you know, between with film, I think that film is is very subtle right? And supernatural. It's like, unless you're doing a huge action movie or something like that, it's very, it's very rare that you are, you know, big and and, and, and bold and in, in your body language or anything like that, unless it's like a comedy or something like that. It's usually, you know, films are usually like slices of people's lives, right? And they're usually supposed to feel that way and supposed to feel really real and really structured where TV, depending on what kind of TV you're doing, whether it's procedural or, you know, comedy or, you know, multicam or whatever it is, those are all kind of a different world, right? So each one of them, you know, multicams are like, you know, much more slapsticky and there's like an audience sometimes and, you know, and procedurals are very rigid and, you know, like this. And, um, and then regular comedies can be a little more like flowy and things like that. And then commercials, I think, are just the hardest thing about commercials I think I find is that this one page is supposed to tell you this entire story right mm. it's just this like 30 second one page thing so there is no opportunity to and there's no need to really build a backstory or a world within this character because you're looking at the world right mm. you're looking at it so I think that's a big difference in commercials at least um is that there is no backstory there is no digging in deep to the character there is none of that because what you're looking at is kind of what you get you know yeah i think that's really interesting i think uh sometimes that trap of like digging very deeply into backstory particularly for like an audition or something can i think trap the actor in a certain yeah. way you feel like you have to show your choices a bit so i think sometimes even having something light like a commercial but just focusing on the story aspect is so key yeah yeah, I think just focusing and commercials are so simple. And I think that, you know, so many people try, I, I have so many actors that come into my commercial classes specifically that are like, okay, so I feel like she's going through this and like that, you know, during, and I'm like, no, 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 you're thinking way too much into it. This is a 15 yeah. second moment mm. in someone's life, right? It's not like, think about, you know, 15 seconds. It's like, oh, I pick up my phone and then that 15 seconds is over. That's it. Mm. Right. So it's like, you know, I think it helps actors to kind of really simplify acting, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. They're they're really simple if you really know kind of how to. Oh, how yeah, to, she's, uh, she'll be back at some point. This she's cat. cute. I love. Um, if you know how to really like you know compartmentalize commercials into kind of like structure one, structure two, structure three, and you know I think it makes it really easy and it, it simplifies it, and you know. I don't know a ton of actors that like, you know, want to be a commercial actor for the rest of their life, right? Most mm -hmm. of them are kind of like, I want to do this either to step into it or to make money while I'm trying to do other things, yeah. you know? Um, 
commercials aren't that deep. And I think it's just, they're a simple way to kind of get into the industry and um, be on sets and make good money and, you know, move into other things that you want to do. So I think my one advice with commercials is like simplify the situation. I think that's yeah. great. And I yeah. think I love what you touched on there too. Cause I certainly in the past, I felt with commercial auditions, um, just a complete lack of motivation to do them. Right. I'm yeah. like, oh boy, it's okay, hard. <laughs> get this going. Yeah. Especially the ones that are just like, show your hands, show this face, <laughs> show that face, you know? Uh, <laughs> but I like what you said there. It is a nice way to break into the industry in a lot of ways and to just kind of be on a set and get used to that in kind of a lower pressure environment. Oftentimes as the actor, we're not feeling like, okay, I got to get the performance of a lifetime right now. Right. Like nobody's winning Academy Awards for commercials, right? It's like, they're not you know, they're, they're not even, they're not, they're just, the only reason that commercials exist is just to show a consumer a product and try to get them to relate to that product. So they'll go and purchase it. That's the only thing they're trying to do. They're not trying to win any awards. They're not really trying to tell some crazy story. You know what I mean? They're not really trying to like touch anyone. Um, They're really ultimately at the end of the day. And some of them do that. Some of them touch people. Some of them, you know, make you laugh. Some of them do those things, but ultimately they're not trying to really do that. They're more trying to sell their product, right? So I think if we can think of that as an actor from like an advertising perspective, it's like, it just takes a little pressure off of us to like give these, you know, insanely crazy performances and like have casting directors watching these performances and being like, oh, they're so talented, you know, where it's like commercials are just like, oh, that's funny. Or, oh, they're good. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's not, you know, and I think it takes so much pressure off of people. And I like, I used to hate commercials. I used to hate them because I would be what you just said. Like, I would be like, ugh, I have to go show my hands for a stupid commercial. I'm like, <laughs> what is the point of this, right? Like, and then I started getting commercial checks and I was like, oh, that's the point of this. Yeah. <laughs> I can kind of open up those doors for you to pursue those other things you want. Like you do some directing, some filmmaking, uh, yeah. just get new headshots, whatever you might need. Yeah. And I mean, look, it's like, you know, most of the time and, you know, everybody, everybody's journey in this industry is, is obviously different. So I don't think that this is what I'm about to say is for obviously every person. Um, but, you know, a lot of people like they start in commercials and it's like, that's how you, you know, take that first leap is like, you know, agents are much more, I think, willing to take a chance on someone who's never acted before in commercials than they are theatrically. Right. So I know, I mean, I know some of my friends, have commercial agents and they aren't even actors they're like oh "Oh, but I make so much money it's like so easy and just going in for commercial auditions and they aren't even actors they're like musicians or like you know what I mean or like work in social media or something you know like it's Mm -hmm. just like I know some people that have agents that aren't even actors which you know I don't recommend necessarily but when you are an actor it's like it's it's a really great stepping stone to like get into other stuff you know is like starting like if you can get a commercial agent and then show that agent that you can book you know, a commercial, then you can go to an agent and say, you know, look what I did. And then you can maybe go to a manager and say, I have two commercials. Don't you want to rep me? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think, you know, it's just, it, it, don't discount them guys. Don't discount them. Cause they're a great yeah. way to, to really, you know, get started and just get experience and make decent money, you know, yeah. for a day's work. Yeah. That's a great point. I know there's uh, lots of agencies out here in LA that they will only start you with their commercial division. Yeah. Unless you already have like some credits, right? You're switching from a theatrical agent, but oftentimes they'll start you out in commercial. And then when you kind of prove that you can book some things, then they'll think about bringing you on theatrically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's because I'm telling you, it's because commercials are just easier and they're willing to take that risk because 
you can be good at commercials and write for commercials and maybe not such a strong actor when it comes to theatrical stuff, right? So it's like, they can take a chance and like, you know, nothing's really going to happen to their reputation as an agent if they're bringing, if they're sending in people that like, aren't these like epically amazing actors yet, right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it isn't as scary for them. Whereas like, if it's a theatrical agent, they're like, well, what films have you done? What TV shows have you been on? What, you know, because they don't want to take that risk. They want to make sure that if they put you in the room, you're going to deliver, right? Mm -hmm. But with a commercial agent, it's just less, way less risky for them. Well, so yeah. moving from commercial to, you also teach some, uh, like, scene study for theatrical, for TV, for film, theater. Uh, how do you approach that with actors? Like, let's say they bring in an audition to you. What's something you would do to help them break through? Yeah, so I think... Um, when I work with actors on the, in the theatrical space, I think it's like what I work in is relating things in your real life to, um, to what's going on in, with the character. What I mean by that is let's say that like, um, you know, your audition is for a 1940s war nurse. Okay. Um, obviously you and I are never going to relate to that. We're not, you know, nurses, we're not in the forties. It's not, we're not in the middle of, I mean, we're in the middle of a war, but we aren't personally, um, so thank God. Um, but, you know, so we're not going to really be able to relate to the situation, right? Um, but what we can relate to is the emotions that that character is going through, right? Like, I'm sure that character feels lonely and afraid and wants to be helpful and, um, you know, is feeling those things. And everybody has felt those things before at some point. So what I try to do is uh, relate actors to the emotional situation instead of the actual like situation that way they can touch on the emotions because I'm telling you that it doesn't matter what situation you're in loneliness is going to look the same for you whether you place me in the 1940s or you place me in 2013 or you place me in 2023 right mm -hmm. for me the way that loneliness looks is the way that it looks right for you it may look different than it looks for me mm -hmm. right but it, no matter where you place me, loneliness or sadness or helpfulness or happiness or excitedness is going to look the same on me. So that's kind of what I try to do to help them break through is relate kind of things that they've been through emotionally to whatever the character is going through for their audition. That's wonderful because I, I do yeah. feel there's a pressure on actors too to always feel like they have to create this expansive character that's so vastly different and from what i'm hearing it sounds like you're saying actually no we want to connect like deeper to ourselves than yeah. bring that to the character yeah i mean look you know when I, when i worked in casting and i talk about this all the time and i want to talk about these sessions later but in, in these mm -hmm. sessions the reason is because we talk about essence all the time right mm -hmm. like the essence of a person and you know when i was working in casting like this was such a big thing it's like i don't want you know you for example i don't want you Justin to come in and pretend to be somebody else I want to see like a version of you right I want to see Justin as so and so right like what would you actually do if these situations were presenting themselves to you mm -hmm. right like or these emotions were presenting themselves to you or you were feeling this way you know I don't want you to pretend like you're this person you know I want you to touch on the things that are inside of you and relate to that person and those feelings that way and I think like having this essence about you just means like the roles that you can play and like the emotions that you can tap into. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want you to be you. I love that. That's a great message. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to thank better help for sponsoring this episode. You know, I think mental health is something that is important for everyone in the world. I think therapy is something everyone should do really. And I think it's important for actors too. One, this industry is hard, 
right? There's lots of challenges and obstacles. Oftentimes you're getting told no. You're grinding and working so hard and sometimes that can take a toll on your mental health. Well, it's important beyond just the career that we take care of ourselves and better help is something that can help you with that. In fact, it can help you better. <laughs> Horrible joke, but you know, had to get it in there. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and that way BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Acting Notes. That's betterhelp.com slash the acting notes. You're casting projects. What's something you notice that actors come in and do that uh, maybe sets them back a little bit? So, such a great question. Thank you for asking that question because um, I always want to tell actors this. So um, take risks. Don't be afraid to take that. Like, I feel like actors always do this. Like they'll look at a script and they'll go, oh, I want to do this, but I, I don't think that's right. So I'll do this other thing. Mm. Right. And whenever I was casting, I, I did commercials, actually commercial casting. And I would always see, I mean, we would see, you know, 70 to 200 people for one role, Oof. you know, a lot of times. And this was back in like the heyday of commercials, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like 10 years ago or so. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and people would come in and those 70 people would, they'd all do the exact same thing. Cause they would do how it was written on the page or like what they thought they were supposed to do. Yeah. Right. And then we would get this one, these one or two actors that would come in and it would just be like off the wall. And, and those would be the people that were getting callbacks because mm. they weren't afraid to take this risk or afraid to do this thing that they like wanted to really do, but mm. didn't think it was like the right thing. And like, whatever I say, whenever I talk about commercials with people too, it's like, and, and I mean, theatrical as well, it's the same thing, but mm-hmm specifically commercials I know so much about just because I was you know in that world for 10 years um Mm. just like we have no idea what they actually want Mm. right like there's no and there's no way for us to know as actors what they're looking for I mean there's a type or a spec and you've been called in because you're right for that type or that spec based on a headshot or a reel right Mm. but when you get into the room and you do the performance like there is no right way right? There is no right way or wrong way to do your audition. Mm. So I want you to interpret it how I want a piece of you. I want to see you like what I was saying before. And like, if it's wrong, then it's wrong. You shouldn't book the role, Mm. right? Because that's what your choice and your feeling around it was, right? And I think that like, I would rather see an actor like that than an actor come in and try to do what the right choice is or the right thing is. Because ultimately, there's no way that you're ever going to know what that is. The, the director's not going to call you and say, hey, Rachel, how are you? Um, so this is exactly what's right for the commercial or audition, and this is what's wrong. No one, you're never going to know. And if yeah. you don't, okay, you're never going to know why. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So my thing is like, go have fun with it. Do what you, what, what you feel and don't mm-hmm. worry about what the right thing is or the wrong thing is just do how you would interpret it. I love that. And I love yeah. that, you know, even you mentioned that, you know, yeah, maybe you take this risk and it just isn't right for this role. But what I would imagine is when that happened for you, when you saw an actor do that, even if they did not get cast, that was someone that you remembered that you were like, Ooh, I might call 100%. them in for other stuff because yes, hundred yeah. percent. And I will tell you that I know from experience that casting directors have folders on their computers that are, that are called good for something. And they mm-hmm. have actors headshots in there or, or auditions that they've come in and done. And just because you're not right for something doesn't mean that you won't be right for something else in the future. And they will, they will remember you. And ultimately for me, it's like, I would rather have them remember me and mm-hmm. bring me in from, for something else than like book one thing. Cause I did exactly what I was supposed to do and then never be memorable. That's great. I remember I had a teacher yeah. once who said, you know, our job when we go into these auditions is to book the room, not book the role. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, love I agree. Yeah. Uh, so also just because we are in this, uh, lovely time, it's been a couple of days now since the strike ended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was how genuine. Are... That was like a squeal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how, are, how do you feel about everything? What do you think are some things that actors could maybe start focusing on now that the strike is over and the light's green? Yes. I'm just, you know, I think, uh, I'm, I'm also, you know, I think it needed to happen for sure. Like what, what happened obviously. And I think all actors are on that page, but I am just so grateful that it's done. I mean, we didn't work for like, it was like seven months. So I'm, I'm happy that this is, this is starting. I think, you know, hopefully a lot of actors during this time took that this time to take as many classes as they could and really like get prepped for now the light being green. I think it's going to be super chaotic (laughs) for the next couple of weeks slash months. Um, You know, at first I thought that uh, you know, nothing would ramp up until January, but I've now heard that, I mean, things are already, I, I know some crew members that were literally like everybody I know has already been called into work. Oh, so wow. they're, I think, working through the holidays, only taking off a couple of days for Thanksgiving, only taking a couple of days off for Christmas. I think it's going to be really crazy. So I think just a couple of things, be patient with your reps, you know, um, let them kind of settle into what the, you know, like, forecast it's going to be and what the climate will be they don't know we don't know nobody really knows yet right um if you're not represented and you were kind of because I have a lot of students I help with getting them repped so you know if you're out there and you're not represented yet and you were kind of waiting for the strike to be done to kind of you know send out your materials again I would say give it you know take a beat give it a couple of weeks and just let people kind of settle into what this is going to look like I know Mm -hmm. that people are going to start really working and I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities on the horizon, um, but just like, you know, take a breath and like, let everyone settle in for a little while. I know it's, I know we're, we're chomping at the bit to get out there, but I think, you know, that will, I think they'll really respect that if you allow them to just do their job and kind of take it, take a second. And I think, you know, for actors that aren't repped, I would also like start getting on the sites and like self-submitting. Cause I think there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot more stuff now, you know, mm-hmm. um, coming through and like just stay up on like the sad news and like see you know kind of see what's going on and kind of follow that I think that's really important too because you want to be informed and versed on you know the new contracts and kind of what's happening and all of that stuff so that's great yeah um I'd love to talk about the RR sessions oh yay Justin I want to talk about this um 
Cool. So these are like, you know, it's been a really crazy ride. Honestly, my teaching, I start, I'll just start kind of here. Um, In the pandemic, I was freaking out. I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. You know, everything's Mm. shutting down. Um, You know, I was like, you know, rich people homeless. I wasn't really homeless. I was, you know, kind of like, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose my apartment, Mm. things like that. Um, And so I had, I had done some in-person workshops previous to the pandemic. And uh, I just had this idea one day where I was like, I'm going to start a whole zoom company of coaching between commercials and theatrical stuff and all of those things. And from that, uh, I kind of built this um, this thing called the RR sessions, R and R sessions, I guess, with uh, a really good friend of mine, Rob Alisea, who is um, a great director, amazing actor, producer. Um, and essentially what it is, is it's kind of, uh, they're basically industry professional workshops. Okay. So uh, for a price per month, kind of like a gym membership, you pay for this uh you know, this amount per month and they are so affordable. And each month there are two workshops uh, with a different industry professional each each class, meaning um, it's producers, directors, casting directors, managers, agents, uh, other coaches, stuff like that. And it just gives the opportunity for, you know, people to come in and get in front of other people and just listen to kind of their view on, you know, the industry and their take on stuff and you know, obviously it's not guaranteed, but the, you know, casting director workshops work, you know, mm. people, you, you see them, they then call you in at a later <clears> date. <throat> um, we've had, you know, some people get represented. We've had some people get called in. We've, you know, I think one of the main things for me in my career that has been so helpful is the connections that I've made throughout mm. my life. And, um, you know, I've spent 20 years trying to make connections. And I think mm. that's something that I want to be able to give people. And I think this is a, a way of me handing you connections that you can then, um, you know, hopefully keep up with in the future. Um, they are, you know, it's like $50 a month and you get two, you get two workshops, you get uh, a website on our page and you get uh, these support sessions that we're doing uh, every bi-weekly where you get to kind of come in and just ask Rob and myself questions, um, mm. you know, just about anything in the industry, maybe contracts that you have or agents questions, or, you know, I was on set and this happened, what should I do? Or, you know, something along that. And I think we're really creating this like amazing community of people. And um, it's just been really fulfilling, honestly, to, you know, I've had people reach out and say, you know, this is such an amazing platform and such a great community. And, you know, I've learned so much from everybody. And, um, and so it's just been really nice, you know, ultimately, you know, making money is a great thing. Um, but I also just, I really just want, like I was saying before, I really want to just give people what I wasn't able to have. And I think people mm-hmm. are so gatekeepy when they get to a certain place in their career and yeah. it's that I don't understand it, but <clears throat> I think it's like, I want to help, you know, where I can within reason and, mm-hmm. you know, give people opportunities to, um, to keep those doors open and eventually go into them themselves. I think yeah. that's wonderful. I, I actually was just uh, working with a, a headshot client the other day. It was a, an older actor. And I was mentioning like, oh, I'm looking for an agent right now. And he instantly was like, give me your number. I'll hook you up with my agent. We'll see if we can get you a meeting. And I was kind of just taken aback because I had just met this man. And yeah. he said something along the lines of, you know, once you start getting to a place, it's your job to then help the people that are coming up. I agree. I agree. And obviously within reason, you know, I think it's like, if Mm -hmm. you have, 
you know, I mean, Justin, you're insanely talented. So, you know, I Thank think you. that, and, I'm, and you're very kind and a great person. And I think that people probably, you Thank know, you. I'll Venmo you they, after for that. Thank you. Yeah. Venmo me after. Yeah. So, $100 per comment. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think that, um, I think that, you know, when you're someone like you, I think that it's easy to say that, you know, I think obviously I'm not going to give my context to everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I think mm-hmm. it is your responsibility to help because if I wouldn't be where I was, if some people hadn't helped me, mm-hmm. you know, I think you can't do everything by yourself. Isn't that what we're here for? It's like a community to help each other. Right. So I, I love that that happened. I hope, I hope you get a meeting with that person. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see either way. It was just such a lovely connection. And I think yeah. that that's right. Like there's obviously different levels of help, but some of it is just that information that I think at times this industry can seem like such a mystery to try and crack into. So when we have people like you that are willing to kind of open the gates for people and these sessions, I mean, that sounds like a wonderful thing to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, even it's like, you know, it can be so daunting. I, I have a student that like her parents paid like $6,000 to do like, we'll promise we'll get you on Disney type of thing. And it's like, there's so many scams out there. And I was like, you come to me every, before you do anything from now on, you come to me and I will tell you it's legit. Right. Like it's, and I just feel so bad. There's so many people that like have had things like that happen to them or they'll have like, you know, bad headshots taken and then they take, you know, they go to their agent and their agent's like, you have to retake these. And then it's like, they're spending double the amount of money. And it's like, just, you know, you need someone there to kind of guide you, you know? And I think it's, and if you don't have representation, who does that for you? Absolutely. Yeah. So is that something like those kind of questions or things that they can ask in your community at those biweekly meetings? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really open, you know, sometimes it's just been a conversation about the industry because no one's had questions and we've just kind of started a, you know, open conversation about, you know, we talked a lot about the strike a few times, Um, you know, other times every single person has had a question and it's been amazing. And it's been, you know, we had some, we had a, you know, a, a guy come in that said that he, you know, had this experience happen where he was booked on a roll and then unbooked and then booked again. <laughs> and he was just asking if that's like a normal occurrence. So we had like a, you know, long conversation about that, but it's just really, it's, it's just really open. It's their time. So, you know, whatever they kind of want or need in that time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You actually yeah. had a friend of mine on your, uh, on one of I the did. interview sections. Yeah. Sonia O'Hara. Yes. Brilliant yes. director, oh. writer, actress, oh, producer. She does everything. Brilliant. So brilliant. And so just yeah. also such a lovely human. Just, She's great. Just such a lovely human. And I, I've learned, I, I honestly personally have learned so much from Sonia. So it was really nice to have everyone else learn the things that I have learned from her. Um, you know, and it's just like when she speaks, she has so much passion and so much advice about this industry. And um, she's just a, such an advocate of people. So I just, I, I really enjoyed her. And everyone else did. They, I got like four or five emails about Sonia. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think I only have uh, one more question, which is just, you know, you mentioned how you really want to help give back to people that maybe are in a similar position that you were in when you were starting out. Um, what do you think are some key bits of advice or wisdom that you would share with actors that are just beginning their journey into the industry? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think the first thing, and it's going to be, um, you know, I'm obviously, I'm an OBS type of person. I, you know, not sugarcoating, never helped anybody. I'm not going to be mean, but like this industry is hard, right? It's really hard. So I think if you're just starting out, like, two things. I think number one, just like, don't stop, right? Like just keep going. It's going to knock you down, but you've got to just get back up and know that eventually, you know, if you keep going and you love it, like something will happen. Right. Uh, I think secondly, like 
find someone you can trust, whether that's, it doesn't have to be me, but whether that's an acting coach or a school that you love, or, you know, even a friend that's, you know, um, you deem to be a little higher in their career or whatnot, a mentor of some sort, and just make sure there's someone you can go to so that you don't get, you know, scammed or people don't, you know, use you, things like that. And then, you know, I think also like if you're just starting out and you have headshots and you're at that place, like self-submission is so important when you don't have representation because, the amount of work that you can get from, I still some, sometimes self-submit. If it's like a good role, like I'm going to do it, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, self-submission is such a big part of like just starting out because if you can get that stuff on your resume, then like you're going to be that much more appealing to an agent when you go in, right? And you'll get experience on set and you'll get to, you know, meet people. Um, I'm trying to think what else, uh, you know, do extra work if you can. I think that's a great way to, you know, get on set and be around people and see what it's like. Um, and I think also just like hold on tight, you know what I mean? Cause it's a, it's a, it's a crazy industry and there's beautiful parts of it and there's hard parts of it and there's filling parts of it. And, you know, and I think if you just, you know, hold on and really love it, like eventually, you know, you will be fulfilled in this industry. So, yeah. That's really wonderful. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was my last question, but I thought of another one. Uh, okay, great. Because <laughs> you also have such experience as a director as well. And I'm just wondering yeah. how, I guess, one, how that has parlayed into your acting and to your casting as well. How do they all kind of intermingle together? And then two, what's just something from a director's point of view that you notice with a lot of actors that you, you know, have a chance now to maybe talk to them about? Yeah, that's interesting. It's I I just like kind of fell into directing really and now I'm like obsessed with it, which is which is cool. Um, but I think, you know, they all kind of live together because they all are so different, right? Mm. And it's weird because they, you know, this industry is such an umbrella of things, which is why I love it so much. It's like you can do 50,000 things involving this industry, right? It's like I work in social media, I do a lot of like influencer stuff. I, you know coach people, I direct, I write, I act. It's like, there's so many facets of it that you can do, but it's like, you have to learn how to do them all in a separate space. Right. So I think really just like, you know, I think if you're interested in any of it, just get out there and do it. Like, don't be afraid. Right. Mm. Don't be afraid to say, you know, I remember when I was, when I went to direct this, my first short, it was like, I was so scared. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. What if I, what if I mess it up? And like, so what, what if you do, do you know what I mean? What if you do mess it up? It's okay. It's just short. Right. It's just, a, it's just a film. No one's going to die. Yeah, if you yeah. make a couple mistakes. Right. So I think like, just get out there and like, don't be afraid to ask for help and don't be afraid to kind of, you know, um, get out there and really do it. And I think like the way they live together is really like, you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to do in each avenue. Like, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, the way that I direct things is way different than the way that I look at acting things. Right. Like if I, if I'm going to act in something, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly speaking to me as much as it does if I'm going to direct it, right? If I'm going to tell the story versus playing the character, it's mm. such a different world. And I think the passion has to be so much different in both of those, right? Mm. Um, and then writing is so scary because it's like you're, you know, your baby and you're putting it out there like, here's my story. Like, that's yeah. the scariest one for me, I think. Um, and I think something that, you know, I see in actors a lot is, you um, just, and I know I've said this before and I almost feel like I'm answering the same question. So I'm sorry if it feels that way, but um, just, I don't, I never want actors to be afraid. I would rather see you fuck up and make a fool of yourself mm. than be this tight wound thing. That's like in, 
this little, that I can't pull anything out of. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always say to people when you're acting and I'm, I'm directing them, it's way easier to pull back than it is to pull out. Right. So yeah. take that leap, make that jump. And I can always bring you back. But it's, if you're here and you're like, um, this, I'm like super safe right here. And it's like, this is great. It's really hard to pull anything out of that. Right. So Absolutely. I always, yeah. So I always say, just like, go for that leap, make that jump as an actor. That's wonderful. Well, Rachel, it's been a delight to have you uh, and to have this conversation. Same, same, Justin. You're so lovely to talk to. I'm going to have to FaceTime you like every day. Yeah, this will be nice. <laughs> uh, why don't you share uh, where they might be able to follow you, where they can learn more about the R&R the R&R sessions? Sure, sure. That's a tongue twister. It's an R&R session. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a R squared. Uh, R squared. R, R squared. That's good. We should change that. Um, so on Instagram, I am at, uh, RU Paulson. And then, uh, the RR sessions is just www.rrsessions.com. Um, if that's too much to remember, you can always DM me on Instagram or email me at rachelpaulson at me.com. And I can go over uh, all that stuff with you there. Um, yeah, I also have a website, rachelpaulson.com. That's going to be, uh, all the information's on there as well. So yeah. Great. And we'll also share all those links in the uh, podcast info and, uh, Probably going to put this on YouTube too. So in the YouTube little description box. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Rachel, thank you again for being on the podcast and uh, everyone have a good day. Thank you, Justin. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to the acting notes podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy the episode, it would be absolutely amazing. If you could leave a rating and review that helps other people find the podcast. If you want to see more acting notes content, you can head over to Instagram or TikTok at The Acting Notes. And now we're also on YouTube. Only one video so far, a video of this podcast, in fact. But there will be more soon. And thank you so much again for listening. I'm your host, Justin Powell. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.